Too much Rains, pressure. Fire? Too much pressure. I can't do it today. Good. Just have, pull the band-aid off. Good job. No, I can't. I can. I can do it. Hey. Hey. What's up? Episode 34. Welcome to Don't Be an Idiom. We are now on Spotify. So. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty big deal. Is that too hot of a topic to no, bring up so no. early? I mean, whatever. We got to brag. An achievement like that. Yo, speaking of achievements, we're currently number 51 in Russia in the comedy category. Last time we checked. <laughs> we, could, we could be higher now. We got notified. Yes, we did. 51. <laughs> in, in all of Russia. I'm surprised that they have that many comedy we, podcasts. Uh, well, it, it, we're I feel not... like they'd like to have work. We're not technically podcast. a Russian podcast. They can listen to anything. Oh, right. Right, 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 right. See, it's the 21st century. <laughs> yeah, right. So we all can listen to everything everywhere. But Russians still can't be funny. <laughs> There's funny Russians. Well, why don't they have comedy podcasts? They might, but right. you don't speak or hear Russian. I mean, right. uh... See, that's like Carlos trying to get us. Carlos, mm. not going to get me. Not going to Okay, we'll probably cut all of that. Now, let's, <laughs> let's talk more. Carlos emailed Ryan, but I think he just wants money. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> wants- I know he wants money. He's very clear about that. All right, so uh, how are you doing now? Pretty good. What is there to talk about today? Thanksgiving just happened. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What's your favorite Thanksgiving meal? Um, uh, uh, food. The thing taste. We, we had something new this year. It was like a, it was like cream, a cream of onions. Cream of onions, onion, like soup. Onion medallions and cream. <laughs> you had onion medallions and cream. <laughs> yeah, I think we did. Okay. Never, I like never had them before. Sounds really good. Aunt Marge was like, "Yeah, I always, I always want to do these. My mom made them and." They were a hit. And, and look at you and look at you now. Yeah. You're, I got a plate of them right here. Do you want some? Albert carries them <laughs> around. <laughs> carries them around wherever he goes now. He's so obsessed. Maybe that's why I smell. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I did men I did tell I mentioned Albert. I forgot to wear deodorant today, and Ryan's like, Yeah, I can smell you. I'm being honest. It's a good friend. Well, maybe a, a really a truly good friend would have said it before you brought up not having deodorant on. Oh wow, yeah. So, that's just a uh, that's a friend that tells you like it is. Tell, they just tell you like it is. Tell, you know? If I did that to all of my friends every time I saw them, I don't think people would invite me around anymore. Yeah, every time I'd be like, you stink, you stink, you smell like dirt. <laughs> and one other thing, and you're stupid, <laughs> and you're stupid, right? So that's why I don't tell. Like my, it yeah, is. no, I know. Um, so he's I, not that kind of friend. I tell, I tell like it could be. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the, uh, it's like the, the you're the ghost of <laughs> smells to be. <laughs> no, no, the, the ghost of smell for future. <laughs> because it's if you don't change. Hold on, but I'm just then trying to you smell. Yeah, I'm just trying to wrap my head around the moment where you said the ghost of smells to be. What's that in reference to? Um, you know, the, the Christmas, Charles Dickens. Yeah, yeah. You know, the yeah. Ghost of Christmas. The Ghost of Christmas or, Future. All right. Right. That's kind of like what I am in the first. Yeah, yeah. Of, okay. because, because if, you tell, if you tell them, then 
it could be that you could stink if you don't change. <laughs> I see. All right. Thank you for clearing that up for everyone. <laughs> Which is also funny because <laughs> you could be sitting at home thinking about seeing your friends. Yeah. That stink. <laughs> Yeah, well, hopefully everyone is following along here. <laughs> Important uh, stuff getting talked about. We took these new supplements before the show today. Yeah, we should I feel we, like they're working. Yeah, we, we we get back on track. We did drink a little bit before the episode. Right, we're taking, we always do. We always do. That's called that's our um, hold on to your horses. Hold your horses. Hold your horses. Yes, and uh, we're also on new supplements. Yeah, so. It's hard to know the way that supplements will react to certain things, other things. So far, so good. <laughs> but I think they're making me stink. They're definitely making Albert that's, stink. That's what it is. Um, hey, I wanted to bring up... I, we don't have a real... What do you call it? What's Hours it? to no, just no, go no, on no, no, and no. on. What is it when we fix things from the previous episode? Oh, yeah. Um, set the record straight. Set the record straight, yeah. I, I just needed to, to apologize for... Those of you who listened to episode 33, I said King Rat a lot. And mm. Albert said King Rat. We know that it's Rat, Rat King. King. All right. And that's why we wrote the song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We meant to make that mistake the whole time. <laughs> the song was our, our way of nodding. We know we messed up. We yes. Were, but it's very... Poking fun at ourselves. Exactly. But now we have to... I just want to bring your attention to... Both. You're very honest. You're that friend. <laughs> I'm that he tells friend. it like it is. I'm, I'm telling you like it is. We know it's Rat King. I'm sorry we kept saying King Rat. Sometimes I write a song about it, <laughs> and then I tell you why I didn't. Right. That's the kind of guy I am. Yeah. Takes a lot of energy to be that guy. And yeah, energy and um, other nouns. Um, exuberance. <laughs> It doesn't take exuberance to be that kind of friend. I personally think it does. does. Uh, I I also wanted to mention that um, Albert has a new nickname. It's Mariana Skunk Trench. Yes, that's right. I got my nickname. And if you're going to have a nickname, people need to know it. They need to start calling you by that, too. Mariana Skunk Trench. Yeah. Yeah. Funny story behind that one. Uh Uh-huh. No time. No time time for that now. (laughs) We have important things to uh, uncover here. All right. Anything else? Um, what else should we talk about? Black Friday? Nope. <laughs> skip it. Skip it. <laughs> Too topical. You know, we don't... <laughs> Listen, I noticed, I've noticed that we've been bringing in more... We've been mentioning holidays more often. <laughs> the dates. Been, time of day. We're mentioning the time of day, dates. You want, you, I know you want to talk about Black Friday. This is what I'm thinking. Timeless, yeah. How do you make an episode timeless where it doesn't matter what the date is or what the holiday, the nearest holiday is? You just, you just... You focus on (laughs) the content. Am I right? Stay to the script. (laughs) Right. There's no script. Clearly. (laughs) That's right. That's what we don't have a script. We, We have light scripts. We have notes. zero we have script These out. Are no, we have notes. They're notes about the histories of radium. It's kind of like a... Well, you're right. All right. It's settled. We do have notes about top of the show, bottom of the show. That's a little scripty. Don't have those today. No, we didn't do that today, actually. Oh. Um, Patrick and our friend Matt, they told us about... Uh, I kept saying in the last episode, I was saying wassailing instead of wassailing. It was because when I was young, I saw this claymation thing where they were saying waffling. Sure enough... 
two people reached out. Finally, mm-hmm. people are talking to us. My brother-in-law was yeah. one. Yeah. Patrick. And, and Matt Kelly, if you're listening. So we, they both said the same thing, that there's this, there's this old claymation movie. Do you remember what it's called? It's like Dr. Vincenton's Christmas Extravaganza or something. Oh, shoot. You remember the name? No. Oh. I thought you did. I thought you knew it really well. Oh, no, no. But my sister and I used to watch it. We like taped it off of TV on the yeah. VHS. Yeah. And the California Raisins are in there. Yeah. The California Raisins are in it. But yeah. I don't remember the name. It's weird. It's like a Dr. Julian's like a Christmas Extravaganza or something like that. All right. We should maybe during our mid-break, mid-show break, we... Right. Uh, Make sure we have that information. Right. People are going to want to look this apologize up. apologize twice for this. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, the dinosaur's eating a waffle, so thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. So we're going to play our game. We're going to decide who gets to go first. Not decide. I, we determine. The game decides. The game decides. And uh, we'll see who goes first. And, uh, and then we're going to blow your minds away with some... Idiom histories. What do you got for us, Albert? Well, he's the game master. I'm the game master. Finally got some new games. Went down to Goodwill. Had a Black Friday coupon. Damn it, that's not timeless. Coupon? Had a coupon for Black Friday Mm -hmm. uh, at the Goodwill. And I hit up the game section. And today's game is everybody's favorite, Pass the Pigs. Pass the Pigs. So this game, it comes in a little case. It's got two little rubber pigs. Yeah. And they have a dot on one side. Okay. I don't know if you noticed that because I didn't at first. All right. And uh, you just roll the pigs like they're like they're die. Yeah. And then the way that they land is worth different amounts of points. All right. So we're just going to each roll one time and see what it's worth. Unless we have a tie, then we'll do it again. Okay. So you have? Do you have a guide to so you yep. know that which? Yep. All right. Do you want to know all the different points? No, no, I don't. I'm sure we don't have time for that. Cider, Uh pig out, Uh double trotter, double razorback. Mm -hmm. Oh, these, there's also regular. I shouldn't say double first. I should say the original first. Well, I won't tell everybody all of them. Yeah, I think we all appreciate that uh, sort of self censorship. Double leaning jowler is my favorite one. All right, let's see if you can get that. All right, wait. All right, you roll first. I'm rolling first? Yeah. Okay. Don't hit anything. Hey, one's actually doing something. So one right. pig is upside down and one is snout first, leaning snout first. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a jowler. So that's a, what's the name of that? All right, so one, the one that's on its head, sort of, yeah. that's called a snouter. That's okay. worth 10 points. Okay. And then the one that's on its back is called a razorback and that's worth um, five points. Okay. So I have 15 points. All right. All right. So both of his pigs are on their side. Well, one's on the left side, one's on the right side. Does that matter? Yeah, well, if the dots are both up, right? If both pigs land on the same side, mm-hmm. you, that's called a cider, and um, you get one point. Great. So, so I, I got two points. Is that what you're telling me? I think you get one point. Two pigs on their side is one point. Are you fucking kidding me? Because it's, it's like that is that such... combo is worth. So one you point. got fifteen and I got one. Well, yeah, because that pig gets ten. Fine, fuck it, go. I cannot <laughs> believe that shit. One point. I didn't even know that was possible. I had two pigs. I thought that would be at the very least two points. And <laughs> amazing. All right, go. Yeah, that was the lowest you could get. That is such <laughs> bullshit, man. I cannot believe how bad I am at sports and games. 
Yeah. Well, I know nobody ever let me on the past the pigs uh, team. Yeah. All right. Either. What's your idiom? My idiom mm-hmm. is a request from that same brother-in-law of yours, that crazy, wacky brother-in-law of yours from down <laughs> San Diego Way. Patrick. <laughs> the idiom is, you're crossing the line. Crossing the line. Mister. This is such a, a, it's a stone cold classic. It's almost like you don't think of it as an idiom at all. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's metaphorical. Right. Which line? What, what line is it? What line are we talking about? All right, whose so, line so, is it anyway? Whose line is it anyway? <laughs> so crossing a line means uh, when you've gone too far and you've, you know, you've made a big mistake. I guess it's more about like, you've gone too far and I am personally offended by by you. That sounds good. That Something. sounds better than the definition in the, what is the dictionary. Def- what's the official definition? Um, to overstep a boundary or to go beyond socially accepted behavior. Socially, you're right. Okay. Yeah. You're so crossing the line. So if you start whizzing in the corner of a living room at a brunch party, that's crossing the in line. In the wrong corner. In the wrong in corner. In the non-whizzing corner. <laughs> yeah. I, I said brunch party, but I meant, um, what's the one with the baby? Oh, baby shower. Uh, right. <laughs> depressing party no 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 No, yes 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 no it's a baby puppy baby puppy party puppy 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 baby paper party puppy baby paper party all right where does this come where does that come from Oh my gosh! Actually, I, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Which oh god, <laughs> getting itchy. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. Crossing the line comes from. Here's here's my guess. This is where I think crossing the line came from. Um, yeah, you know, it was the 1700s. Mm-hmm. What's the etymology of the word line? You think that comes from the French? Lean. Wow. Yeah. No, I have no idea. I think it does. Okay, so... (laughs) But I didn't look that up. (laughs) Well, yeah, I know. This wasn't one of those times. Sometimes I do. So I'm going to say that crossing the line started in France. This is your... Didn't you have a guest in France last time, too? No, I did not. The vineyard, right? Oh, I did. Look at you going back to France. Well, it's just a coincidence. It's not something... It wasn't pre-planned... And is I, there any such thing as a coincidence? Of course there Some is. Some say no. So I'm going to, you know, Parisian theater. Wow. Yeah, wow. French theater. And you can imagine the 1700s. Oh, yeah. So, mmm. What's mm. the word? Warm. Warm. <laughs> Summer. Mm, uh, bourgeoisie. Yeah, bourgeoisie. Uh, but, you, I, you know, I, you can imagine how frilly... 18th century French theater was quite right? frilly, uh, and crossing the, crossing the line happened to come from that was a term that was used in the theatrical productions that were going on in France. In, the oh, yeah, in yeah. French, it's something a little bit different, but it's very it translates. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. You don't get it. You wouldn't like it. You wouldn't get it. You certainly wouldn't like it. It's French. <laughs> And uh, crossing the line was really, you know, there would be spotlights on on uh, specific actors, actresses. Uh, sure. And there often there was the the theater dummy. He was he was a a less than smart 
person who worked at the theater, usually sure. with the ropes and things like that. Yeah. And he gets tangled up in the ropes. He gets, he gets tangled up constantly, <laughs> stuffs his pockets of full of brie, brie cheese. Yep. And um, that gets sticky. He always that needs a Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> He's constantly choking. <laughs> and, uh, you know, these are uh, dummies, uh, doom heads. How do you say head in French? Heed? No. Um, I feel like it's something so obvious. I can't remember. Anyway, often that they would just not even be thinking, and then they would get into the spot, the line of the spotlight. The line, the circle, yeah, the edge. Yeah, you're crossing the, the line into the edge of light, <laughs> and he would just look out at the audience, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, he crossed the line every time we see a show here, and it is not inexpensive." This guy gets into the spotlight every of the main time. action every time at least once a play. Right. And it's 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 awkward, it's embarrassing. And it's, he still always looks so shocked. And he's he's frozen in fear. How did this happen? Yeah, exactly. Again. Again he yeah, he just cannot remember that this is this is a thing. And uh and you know, I Naturally, that gets its way to England. It makes its way to America. French immigrate to America, crossing the line. Wonderful. Thank you. I was thinking it'd be funny if he was choking a lot of the times too, because he was eating so much brie. Oh, okay, yeah. So he gets up into the spotlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> he walks into the spotlight and immediately like, choking. Oh. So then, not only does he ruin the show, but then people have to <laughs> save him constantly. And then, like after a, like. 50 times of this, they're like, maybe we should just let him choke. <laughs> we should just let him choke. <laughs> and then the whole crowd is like, ah, it's a moral conundrum. Yes. No. Yes. No. Wow. That's that's more fleshed out than I ever thought that, See, that character See, and you were worried get. you wouldn't have enough content. <laughs> no, no, I'm not worried about the content level. Uh, continue. Oh, you want me to tell you what it really is? Yeah, that's the point. Okay. It wasn't that. No, not no, about no. the plays, not about the time. All right. Nope, nothing. Right, I got everything All wrong. All wrong. Sue me. Yeah. I got one point in the game, and now I get my entire guess wrong. Sue <laughs> right. me. Yeah, so that's like down. It's the, you're still at one, sounds right. like. Right. I'm down in the dumps here. Down in the dumps. Uh, so actually, the origin is... So did we say that Patrick wanted this? Yes. Yes, but several times. Patrick. So I had already, I had already researched this. A couple weeks ago, and then I was telling Ryan that I loved it so much, but then I couldn't remember the connection of taking it from what it is from and then getting it into our normal uh, way of speaking. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. So I didn't want to be, I didn't want to sound ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So that never happened. But on a second glance, I think I found the connection. Where this actually comes from, the first recorded document of it is in 1529 by the brothers. Parmenche. Parmenche. Uh, when they crossed the equator on a French ship. Oh. Equator. Whoa. Line. That's what crossing the line comes from? The line is crossing, is when a sailor crosses the equator. Whoa. Yeah. And I think Patrick, yeah. again, knows he, by the way, what he was getting into because he's um, a Navy man. He knew what was going on here. And... I'm hoping that by the time we get to the end of this, we can have Patrick set us up with one of these. Because mm. it's it's, it sounds like a lot of fun. Oh. All right, so basically... You mean an equator crossing or... Yes, but maybe we'll just... 
I don't know if I want to be that far out in the open water. I do. Yeah? Yeah. On a, not on a submarine, no. Well, he's not on a submarine. But he's just on a... sometimes he goes on a submarine <laughs> and I don't want to go. All right. You don't want to go. I don't want to die in a cigar. This is interesting. Crossing line, the equator. Yes. Got it. Go. So it was a big deal, right? Yeah. Um, it, it was like... When they crossed the line, a lot of times they were out at sea for a really long time. There's a lot of superstition. There was like, you know, all this stuff about like people used to worry about running out of food mm-hmm. or getting scurvy and all that stuff. So partially to like just break up the monotony of all this stuff is when you got to the equator, they would, the ships would have like these, these Navy ships would have these big ceremonies mm. called the crossing the line ceremony. And here's what happens. So uh, on every ship you would have guys that have already done this before and then people who have not. So if you had already crossed the line, you were called a shellback. If you had never done it before, you're called a polywog. That's a hey, polywog. I've yeah. heard this word before. Isn't it? A, it's a baby um, frog, isn't it? Oh, okay. Or, yeah. Is that a polywog? Well, oh, is that a tadpole? Tadpole. That's what I'm thinking of. It's a baby tadpole. <laughs> <laughs> a polywog is a tadpole? <laughs> well, a, a tadpole is already a baby. Right. Okay. All right, so it's so, the baby of the baby. All right. <laughs> Got it. So, all right. And what's so, the baby of a polywog? An egg. Duh. <laughs> Good. Cut uh, it this out. This is... <laughs> please cut it out. This is... You're crossing the line. Yeah, right. There you go. All right. So, all right. So there's there's these two different groups. People that have been yeah, and have across been. the equator and those that have not. Yeah. All right. So, and... The polywogs know if you're if you're going on an equator crossing, it's your first time. They know something's coming, but it's like it's almost like sorry, it's almost like a like a hazing in a frat. It kind of sounds like yeah, but less less abusive. Well, there's some abuse, you know. So I've seen some abuse, but no, it seems like it's mostly just fun. Right. So for a month before you get to the equator, they they kind of separate the polywogs and the shellbacks, and then. The, the shellbacks are like constantly taunting them and just kind of messing with them. Again, all in good fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when it gets to be about a day before yeah. they're about to cross the, the equator, yeah. um, then some other stuff starts happening. So what we have is like King Neptune, okay? <laughs> okay, yes. He's coming aboard the ship. But when, this is the 1500s, right? Yeah. So they actually think King Neptune's coming on the ship? So, yes, that well, in theory, King Neptune is going to come on the ship mm-hmm. at the equator crossing because he's like, I'm the ocean guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How you doing? It's, just, right. <laughs> it's ocean guy business time. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it is kind of like that. Yeah. So anyway, so so about a day before that they know they're going to cross the equator, the... Um, the the shellbacks oh no the the polywogs do a fake mutiny they're like wow this, we've taken too much already and now we're gonna mutiny right yeah so then <laughs> um, Davy Jones is who they're like they're like looking out for Davy Jones because he's kind of like King Neptune's messenger right, right he's the evil evil King Neptune I guess yeah. right I don't know I thought he was just <clears throat> who is he Davy Jones is the evil the evil spirit of the sea. Mm. Right, and his locker is death. Right? And his locker, and it's this. Well, the, his locker is the sea floor, the right. seabed. Oh, okay. Ma- that's where mariners go to die. They float to the bottom of the of the right. seabed, and right. that's Davy Jones' locker. Right. So 
here's what they do. They post some lookout polywogs. Yeah. They have to wear, it's tropical around the equator, mm. right? They have to wear winter coats and boxing gloves and lookout binoculars. Cool. Looking for, for Davy Jones. Okay, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So then he does finally board the ship. Davy Jones comes aboard. Yeah, it's a high-ranking crew members dress up. Oh, There's I a see. lot of fanfare for all this, right? Right. So Davy Jones is the first one to come on board. And he issues royal subpoenas to the polywogs. And he's basically like, King Neptune is pissed because he thinks you're fake. You're fake Navy guys. You don't know how to sail. So he's coming aboard. And he's going to tell you what's up. Whoa. Yeah. And he also shows up with like a bunch of other people too. But here's, here's what we get. We see Davy Jones first. Then King Neptune comes and he takes control of the ship, right? And is this another Navy guy dressed as King yes. Neptune? That's so <laughs> yes. cool. Yes. So it's like members of the ship. Now, some in some things I've seen the captain is actually King Neptune. Sure, but then yeah. I've also seen videos where the captain is greeting King Neptune. So wow. I think you can kind of take it. There's lots of... Depends on the ship. Directions that you, you might have a Mexican ship. Yeah. They do like a fiesta. Well, this is this is not just the American Navy or the oh, British Navy. I was kidding, but so for, uh, I, there was some other thing I was reading that says like all, all the different um, sailors and like Navy guys all have their own tradition. Like, oh, that's like cool. it's like a thing. Nice. We could do a whole episode on different cultures, equator crossing yes. celebrations, and Patrick could take us on the ship. The ship. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine <laughs> no. Patrick sneaking the two of us onto a naval ship? We would stick out. Like, I don't know. It'd be like two Sword trash thumbs. cans dragging through <laughs> the ship. We'd be like, oh, why do you have two barrels of trash that you're dragging through our pristine, beautiful, I don't know how pristine they are. Yes, uh, yes, Your Honor. I just found this refuse and I was disposing of it henceforth. And then he like kicks us off the, it just <laughs> kicks us off the thing. Yeah, I could see that. And then he like he looks at his shoe, and there's one spot of trash juice, and he's like, hmm. and then he buffs it, gets down and buffs it out. Right, right. Okay, so the point being that perfect, just like the opposite of my brother-in-law. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're still like, ah. and then when he says that line, then we splash in the water. Got it. Makes sense. All right, so this is specifically about the American Navy, but it, it and British Navy yeah, probably maybe but. leave the, leave the other part other navies out. I just I just heard it was a small blurb about how they all okay. do. Oh, okay, they all do. It. Don't talk. Don't bring it up again. <laughs> You're making me mad. Okay, calm You're down. Making me so mad. All right. So, any other fun facts? Mm. I'm not even done. I didn't even oh. tell you what the ceremony. Is. All right, tell us. All right. So King Neptune comes comes on board, and yeah. he. They raise the Jolly Roger and they're like, mm. and he's like, this ship's mine now while I do this whole thing. So he comes with Queen Ancetrite, who's mm -hmm. the ruler of the mermaids. Yeah. We already know Davy Jones is there. Mm -hmm. Then there's the royal navigator. He's the charterer of ocean currents, controller of sea currents. And I said that wrong. One of those is the sea floor and keeper of the keys to Davy Jones's locker. locker. Oh, yeah. so we also have the royal doctor. Wait, but what's his name? That's the Royal Navigator. That's that's cool. Yeah. And then uh, after that is the Royal Police, which they search the seven seas for polywogs. The Royal Doctors, they are the originators of seasickness. Hmm. The Royal Undertaker, which mm -hmm. just, he just like eyeing up all the polywogs. Like, hey, 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 fresh meat. Right. Right. And hungry. Then, uh, hungry for death. He's hungry. Yeah. 
and then the royal guards who protect the mermaids. So there are all of these guys, and you can watch these old Navy videos where they're like, yeah, there are the boys in blue coming down the gangplank, and they are really having a rip-roaring, polywogging time. And there's FTR. What's he doing here? Oh, boy, what a wazoo. <laughs> so... And you can watch these videos and they yeah. show all, it's awesome. Like some of these, a lot of these guys had almost, um, it almost looked like from Alice in Wonderland, how the guys were all cards. Yeah, yeah. So they had different, they just had different like numbers and sure. like card patterns. They're having on them. fun out there in the middle They're of nowhere. They're having a lot of fun, yeah. Sometimes there's a royal baby and they, no, they grease the belly. It's nautical nonsense, if that's something you wish. <laughs> just flop on the deck. <laughs> flop like a fish. Mm-hmm. So... Sometimes there's a baby and you got to kiss its belly. Ew. And remember, this is all guys, you know, so. Do they, do they, do they, have they actually been carrying a baby for the entire life? No, it's a guy. It has to be the baby. Oh. Yeah. Whoever the, whoever's shortest, you think? I was thinking fattest. Shortest and fattest. Um, little. Because you want a nice big belly. Like a, like a big old belly. Big old belly. (laughs) Get on belly on that big old belly. (laughs) Good. So they're all there, right? Yeah. And then they, uh, what happens? Uh, (laughs) Oh, okay. So then they got to go through like, they got to go through all this stuff. So so King Neptune's like, you guys are landlubbers. You don't know the sea. Mm -hmm. You got to get through the test if you want to be a a shellback. Like me. Like me. I'm the king shell. I'm the ultimate shellback. Right. And then, yeah. So, so then like there's things like, what do they do? They make them take cayenne pepper pills. They, uh. They sit them in this chair that looks like that chair at the House on the Rock where it tested your like love thing. Yeah. Right. Well, they have one of those and it's 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 electrocuting them like low voltage, that's awesome. and they're saying that's the electric eels, like the, ah, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. sea. Uh, and then they have like these they have these swords that were electrified too. They would like lay them down, slap their bellies. Holy and shit! Stuff. <laughs> Lots of belly stuff. A lot of belly stuff. Oh, I saw. Um, at one point, they had their the guys the polywogs uh, had what are those the stockades. The stocks, they're mm. walking around in those things. Mm. They're like, oh, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I don't want to see the ball. <laughs> yeah. But they were all laughing. I mean, everybody looked like they were having a good time. And then, oh, they were that's, sh- that's, shaved. That's shaved. Funny. This is good. Shaved and bathed in mm. brine. So in at brine. the end, they put them on these chairs yeah. that collapse back. Yeah. And there's like a pool of seawater on, right. the, on the deck. And then they're just like... Slap, 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 shave, 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 and then the, the back of the chair falls out, and they fall in the seawater. And then it looked like these guys all had these sausages. They were whacking them the whole way. That sounds like through. a rip roaring time, dude. It looks it. And meanwhile, all the all the sailors are like hanging over every part of the railing. They're yeah. like, eh, "What a jolly good time," you know. And like, <laughs> it, it just looks so fun. Ah, oh, that sounds delightful. Yeah. God, we gotta we gotta get on there. Yeah. We do. We need to be accepted as sailors. Could you imagine if somehow we were allowed to do an equator crossing that... Oh, here's the other thing. So uh, apparently a lot of like cruise ships and like other non-Navy ships do some sort of a ceremony that, you know, harkens back to this. Right. um, When you cross the equator. Yeah. But it's not as slap, slap, not as much slap. Slap happy? Yeah, right. (laughs) Less slapping. You got to keep it... Yeah, you know, there's kids around. Less belly kissing. Yeah, okay. rich people. So you know, I think we could go on a cruise, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I want the navy version of it. Although I bet now they really get you. I'll tell you what. There's. I don't think the they navy, would hate us. The navy doesn't allow visitors. Civilians. Civilians. What's less than civilians? 
<laughs> I don't know. Um, Human garbage is not allowed on this. The sewerman. 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 So, you know, what's really neat is everybody has this fun time, and Mm -hmm. then King Neptune's like, you guys are all right, and he leaves. And things go back to normal the next day, but the guys get this certificate. Well, first of all, it says that they are inducted into the solemn mysteries of the ancient order of the deep. God, that is good. And you get a shellback certificate when you're done. And they're these beautiful, like some of the, you can like look up some of the old images, like the old ones are beautiful. They have like King Neptune coming up, riding like a clam and all these mermaids around in the Whoa. And you get this real certificate Come on. that says when you cross the equator and that you are officially a shellback. And they said that um, Navy men carried, carried them with them all the time. Yeah. Like ID. Right. They would like fold them up. Too and keep good them. to not keep. Yeah. Al, can you read, read the name of that, that thing one more time? Oh, um, the, uh, you are inducted into the solemn mysteries of the ancient order of the deep. We got to get that stitched on our jean jackets with an anchor and get some Davy Jones tattoos. Yeah, dude. God damn it. I'm I'm into that. that. That's cool. I want to be inducted. Right. Maybe we can fast track this because we We, know someone. We can. We know someone. And he's, you know, he's up there. So you see why this Navy man asked about the crossing the line Mm -hmm. ceremony. We knew what he was up to. Yeah. Well, I did. You didn't know, right? Um, you didn't know. Did you know? No, I didn't know any of oh, this. Okay. Kidding me? See, it's all fresh. Yeah, I actually had a, I had a, an idea to save it until episode fifty. Yeah. Because then that we could be like our line to one hundred. Yeah. But what I'm thinking is, why don't we throw ourselves a, uh, you know, a, a crossing the line ceremony At on 40? our 50, on fifty? On fifty. That's we great. Because we need to do a oh, big yeah. thing that's anyway. Right halfway. And we could have Timmy dress up and stuff, <laughs> and you know our other friends. We'll, we'll call people. Yeah. And everyone just slap each other around. All right, so make sure you stick around for the next uh, 16 episodes. Right. So you can witness the Crossing the Line 50th episode celebration extravaganza of the deep. Yes. Pay-per-view. See you there. (laughs) Pay-per-view. It'll be very expensive to watch, but um, we're going to offer you this opportunity. Yeah. You're going to want to pay. I have one fun fact. Let's hear it. Um, in 19, 19- but I have a question too. Oh so. no, no. Yeah, do you want to question first or fun fact first? Uh, question first. I was just going to ask. So I see, I get, I get crossing the line, crossing the equator. How did it turn into this like embarrassment sort of thing? Well, like, because you- remember that I said the thing I couldn't, I was like, well, how does this, how are yeah. you doing something bad? Cause this just seems like this fun initiation thing. Right. But remember that King Neptune comes up and says, you're in trouble because you are in, uh, you are imposters. You're not actually. Oh, so you're disrespecting the sea because you don't belong out here. That's the shame angle. Prove, yeah. Yeah, I got it. That's what I missed because the the, the celebration was so elaborate and fun. Yeah. I was like, well, when does it turn into being something bad? Yeah, right. I so see. if you cross the line, you better be ready to get your belly slapped. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Trident right up the butt. <laughs> Trident. I thought I thought you meant to come. <laughs> No, I didn't mean to come. <laughs> Try them up the butt. I could fit two more of your friends up here, too. <laughs> Shut it. Polywog friends. Polywog friends. All right. Oh, All right. yeah. So what's your fun the fact? fun fact was that in 1936, FDR, he got a summons to be, uh, you know, to go when well, he was on a ship crossing yeah. the equator. And mm-hmm. he was 
he was charged with disregard of the traditions of the sea yeah. and taking liberties with the piscatorial subjects of his majesty Neptunius Rex. That's hilarious. Yeah. and so, he. So they celebrated for him, too. Oh, yeah. yeah that's great. The president. FDR. He got it. What a guy. He's a shellback. <laughs> FDR is a shellback. Mm-hmm. No one, not no enough one people know n- that. No, no, no. People know, but not enough people know. Not young people. No, not young people. So if you want to be the coolest kid on the block, <laughs> you go just, tell your you son. Keep on listening to Uncle Albert and Uncle Ryan and tell your son that tell FDR son is a shellback. And you can take that to the bank. Jack. Jack. Good. That's it. Uh, I think. I think that's it. That was great. Well, then that is the way the cookie crumbles right here. All right. Well, <laughs> this year, cookie right, crumbles. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Or wait, stay tuned. Oh, how do we say this? All right. We'll After stick around. These messages. No. We'll stick around. <laughs> We'll stick around. We'll be right back. We'll stick around. That song was Die Hard by London-based band Brand New Moon. Really dig that song. Sounds good. It's so good. It's been stuck in my head for like weeks now. Um, You've known about that for weeks? Yeah, You're I just tell telling you. me now. Yeah, I'm just telling you now. This is typical us. But that's from uh, Brand New Moon's first album, Difference and Repetition. Check that out. They've got more stuff coming out next year. And um, so nice of them to let us use that. That's very cool. Thanks, Mike. Mike's guy's name's Mike. Mike. Albert. Oh, God, I have to get my information ready. (laughs) Will Vinton's Claymation Christmas Celebration. That's the name. Ah, Will Vinton. Will Vinton. It's Will Vinton? Will Vinton. That's so weird. 1987. I wonder, why. who is that? He's he's pretty popular on the claymation circuit, I think. Really? He's got like an Easter special and a Halloween special, I think. Oh. Okay. But this is the big one. The quality is good, too. Smooth clay. I like the smooth clay. <laughs> yeah. This one, I bite it. I like when I'm, I'm looking at a claymation or stop motion movie and all of a sudden one of the characters just gets blown to smithereens. Like your idiom. Like my idiom, too. Wow, cool, man. No idea. No idea? No idea, and I love that phrase. Me, too. Smithereens! Right. What's, uh, what, what does it mean to be for something to be smashed or blown or bombed oh, to smithereens? Completely just destroyed. Completely just gone. Mm-hmm. 
Nothing, nothing left. left, right? Just yep, yeah, completely destroyed. Right. Usually by an explosion. I think that's usually yeah, how that's you think what about I use. it. To smithereens. Blown to smithereens. That's what I usually think of. Right. All right. So, you ready to tell me where this comes from? Let me think here. While you're thinking, I'm I'm shooting this I'm shooting this uh, idiom out to my friend Jimmy Coyle, who I met in Barcelona. He's a chap from from uh, Mullingar, Ireland. All right. Blown to smithereens. Okay. There was a town called Smithereens. And it was in Ireland. It's an island? It's in Ireland. Okay. Right? I'm All probably right. just thinking that because you said your friend's from Ireland, right? Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so... so, so Smithereens wait. is in Ireland. Smithereens is a town in Ireland. In Ireland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they did not have a post office. Right. Because it was too small. And then, you know, the queen or whatever was like, too small for a post office. <laughs> right. Uh, and then they're like, oh, oh. They really didn't like that. Yeah. Because they're like, you know, we need mail too. And then little, little Jimmy Smithereens, because they were, <laughs> it was a small town. <laughs> Jimmy Smithereens. Jimmy Smithereens so the, from Smithereens. name of the town and also his last name is, is the town name, which yeah. is probably, yeah, very common. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Be- they didn't get out. They didn't get away from Smithereens. So Jimmy much. of Smithereens, Smithereens. Yeah. got it. Right. He wanted his his dream was to deliver mail to Smithereens, mm-hmm. right? To other Smithereenies. He wanted his Smithereens. He wanted to open a vein of communication to his Smithereens. Gotcha. He didn't know there. He didn't even know there could have been other Smithereens. There could have been a Smithereen right over the next Smithereen. He didn't had no Smithereen about it. I see. Right. There's a lot of meanings to this word all of a sudden because <laughs> they're isolated. Right. Right. So um, <clears throat> so Jimmy was like. You know, all right, the mail, how does the mail get places? I've heard of air mail before. Yeah. So maybe I could do that. So he would round up all of the, (laughs) no, he wanted the mail to come in. So what he would do was he would go, no, start over. (laughs) So this is going to be backwards now. (laughs) Well, it's okay. This is going to work. So he would gather up the town's mail. Yeah. And then he would go to the highest hill above Smith. It was really more like the Cliffs of Moore. Okay, the, the Cliffs, Cliffs of Smithereens. Got yeah. it. Yeah. So he would go there <laughs> yeah. and he would take all the mail and he'd be like <sighs> and he would blow he would blow the mail out into yeah. the like into the air. Interesting. And then everybody would be like, God Jimmy, what were you doing? And he's like he's like airmail. <laughs> Airmail, daddy. <laughs> Great. So he's trying to blow. Yeah, to yeah. smithereens. Right, right. Got it. Right. That's really good guess. Thank you. It's a good guess. I, I understand. I realize now that my my shout out was partially inspired the guess, but I actually loved it. I thought it was. It was well, lovely. I was. You know what? I was trying to tune out your yeah annoying shout out that was just <laughs> couldn't think. <laughs> no, I love that shout out, baby. Um, I, actually meant, I actually meant to do it. I do not want to get an Irish guy upset. I, actually, I love you. Oh my God. I actually meant to do it after your guess, but we've had a few drinks. We've had a few drinks and, and the I, supplements are working very well. And I just wasn't sure. I forgot. What happened? And I realized that I, I really should have. 
Uh, and and the reason I want I wanted to shout out to to Jimmy here <laughs> is that this is this is a this is a man you would love. He uh, <laughs> is, he a, God, so is he a big man? I love a big man. Yeah, you'd really like him. He's he's a he's not a big man, but he's taller than me. That's not very difficult right, to accomplish. Not- <laughs> I'm only three foot two. <laughs> But he's a guy who I'd like. Sometimes I'd meet up with for like a, we'd go to the, meet to this Irish pub sure. next to Sagrada Familia, which you've been to, right? And wait, what is that? It's that like melting looking church by Gaudi. Oh yeah. So we'd go cool. to an Irish pub across from there. And he'd be like, "Ah, oh, come meet me for like you know, you know, two or three, pint, two, two or three pints." So we'd we'd go and have a, like a, a couple of beers, and I'd be like, oh, "I just gotta go somewhere at eight. And then you'd be like, "Not till your arm wrestle, man, just be like, ah, just one more, just one more. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Every time I hung out with him, it was like eight to fifteen drinks, no matter what, and then I'd have to like go somewhere else later and not be able to stand just too many Guinnesses. But Jimmy, I got my cousins being baptized in thirty minutes. <laughs> my cousins being baptized in thirty minutes. But um, but anyway. Gaelic does play a little role in this in this uh, phrase, right? So, and he speaks Gaelic, so I, I thought it would oh, be oh, smithereens, yeah, smithereens. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna get to that. So first of all, I I was kind of I kind of wanted to think about. Oh my god, I forgot we were on your idiom. You forgot we were what on your idiom? I thought <laughs> I was still explaining mine. No, you're done. It's okay. my turn. Whoo, that's a lot of pressure off me. God. All wound up. Yeah, it's my turn. All right. Um, so uh, just to kind of give this a, a foundation of, of pop culture, first thing that you think of when you hear the word smithereens, what is it? Uh, Looney Tunes. Exactly. Looney Tunes. Which, really? Which character? Oh. Do you uh, know? Uh, Coyote? No, Yosemite Sam. You know... I'm lying. He came up first, and then I was like, you're just saying that because... In my head, I was yeah. like, it's because Semity, Smithereen. Right. I was thinking I was like doing a word association thing. And then oh, I had yeah. this, So I was like, so don't do that. See that? I really... I'm not lying. That was my first instinct. Of course it was. But that makes I sense. thought it had to have something to do with blowing up, and Coyote's always blowing stuff up. Yeah. I think that... Like, you believe me, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I'm going to kill you. So I think for most of us, like the first thing we think of is Yosemite Sam. You know, he's always Clearly. screaming smithereens. Um, oh. I, I did. I was able to find two quotes. Um, he, I feel like he really helped popularize it. I mean, he was there around forties, forties yeah. to sixties, right? Yosemite Sam existed, yeah. and um, a couple of quotes I found. You doggone idiot, You'll blow the ship to smithereenies. Nice. He'd say smithereenies. Nice. Instead of smithereens. Then he doesn't have to pay copyright. Exactly. To infringement. To the dictionary. No. (laughs) I also found one where he says, You better say your prayers, you flea-bitten varmint. I'm gonna blow you to smithereenies. (laughs) I didn't know that he always did smithereenies at the end. No, me neither. That's crazy. I looked up some YouTube clips and found him saying smithereenies. Wow. And there's also a cool little New Jersey connection to the Smithereens. Okay. One is there's this early '80s uh, punk rock film. It's like an indie film, mm-hmm. uh, and it follows this punk rock chick. It's uh, Susan Tiedelman. It was like her debut film, 
And it's about a New Jersey punk rock chick who moves to New York City to try to make it big. Whoa. I watched it today. And does she make it? She does not make it. I no, it's didn't a, think that it was... is it is depressing. Um, yeah, New York. But it was really it, it was really cool. Like just you know this like snapshot of New York City in 1982. But um, does she die? So the name of the movie is Smithereens. Oh, yeah. So she dies. And so she's from New Jersey. I'm I'm not gonna say anything in case someone wants to watch it. She gets AIDS. It's on the Criterion she? Channel. Uh, it does feel like an AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like AIDS is right around the corner in this movie at all times. God, I the, wish I could. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. The other New Jersey connection is there's a band from New Jersey called the Smithereens. That's a great name. They were like a they're a really popular '80s band. There, oh. I listened to their debut album today, which came out in '86. But they were from New Jersey, and they were called the Smithereens. And they were uh, their music sounds like I don't know. It sounds like less good American Elvis Costello music. Hmm. But they mm. they like had an album on the Billboard. The, the old Which <laughs> You know, like top 40. Somebody just threw an album up there? Yeah, just threw it right up there. And there, remember uh, Toxic Crusaders? Yeah. That was that was made by Trauma, uh, like the production company. And they had this movie called Class of Nukem High. Uh-huh. You ever heard of that? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Smithereens playing that. Oh, cool. I guess. And is there like a bunch of mutants and stuff in there? Uh, probably. Nukem High. I don't think I've seen Nukem High. Nukem High? Class of Nukem High. I've seen Toxic Avenger, or Toxic Crusader. Yeah. It's the Toxic Crusader and then the Toxic Toxic Avengers. Avengers. And they're unrelated. They're all, they're all just fucked up mutants. Okay. (laughs) They're all just toxic. Is the Toxic Crusader like an AIDS movie? It feels like (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I don't know why people, nah, nah, I'm good. Don't worry about it. Um, so anyway, like I mentioned, uh, smithereens, uh, comes from a Gaelic word, which I'm going to talk about in a moment, but Albert, your guess was really close because there is a village in Ireland called Skibbereen. <gasps> and some people have tried to make connections to this Irish town Skibbereen, which is in the very far South on the water. Mm-hmm. Like what mm-hmm. you <laughs> think I'm also stupid. <laughs> And um, and uh, Skibbereen is <laughs> the name of the town has to do with a skiff, like a little boat. Turn the skiff around. It like comes from the name skiff. Yeah. And so. So that town had a boat. They, they had. They a were boat. bragging. They had a song called "Dear Old Skibbereen." Really? Was, yeah. They, which the is, town has their own song. I believe it. It's it's like one of those those really dark depressing uh, Irish ballads. Did anybody ever do a fun spin on it's it? It's like a father speaking to a son like why they had to leave Skibbereen. Where? Why? Because the would famine. Ever leave? The Great Famine. The Potato Famine? Exactly. That's well, they why they had the, to leave. They could have just the fish with no chips. They don't have to have the chips. <laughs> the fish with no chips. But yeah, I'll tell you what, it's not as good. The fam- <laughs> no. And that's reason enough to leave, I think. Also, I could see if they ran out of beer-battered cod. <laughs> I would leave then too, but... <laughs> Some one also stupid fact is that Jeremy Jeremy Irons has a fishing village, a uh, fishing Irons. cottage. Who's Jeremy that? Irons has a fishing Who cottage. Is that? He's uh, you'd <laughs> some dick, some uptight dweeb. You'd recognize him. But like, what's his it's deal? Hollywood is he funny? <laughs> is he super handsome? 
Is he a movie star? He's a movie star. Okay. Yeah. Was he like Spider-Man? No, he's like from like old school. Oh. You recognize him. But I can't, I can't, actually can't think of a What's his name again? Jeremy Irons. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm Jeremy Irons. Yeah. All right. So I know I've been avoiding getting to the actual meaning of smithereens. Wait. Oh, yeah, I guess you have. (laughs) Because I've kind of just been talking about where we see smithereens in, you know, culture, life, stuff. This is how you stretch out an idiom, people. That's why we're the pros and you the hoes. Ho, ho, hoes, I meant. It's a holiday thing. So there's a a word in Gaelic. It's smitterini or smiodar. I kind of said that Russian by accident. You sound Uh, like a Viking. Smeta. I think maybe in Gaelic you'd be like smeta, and supposedly that means a broken piece or a fragment. Oh, so there's this Gaelic huh. word smeta, which means a broken piece or a fragment, and it took centuries before this was written down. So in certain English texts, it might be smelled smitha instead of smeta, mm-hmm. or something like similar to that. And so it wasn't until hundreds of years later that it, a permanent spelling was landed on and which was smithereens huh now the een part een is een it's like a een is a gaelic way to make something diminutive like you know like a cigar and a cigarette in french how like the cigarine cigarine yeah mm-hmm. right or i read that colleen the name kale actually means girl from the countryside and oh. then the, you add the een it makes like a little girl colleen oh so that's like a way of thinking about Little it. Little so, girl from the countryside. So that's why smiadar and then in smiarin, smithereen, mm-hmm. and there you have all of the broken pieces. And so then I get it. In the 1800s, that's when they started saying blowing things to smithereens, right? And that was appearing in, in all sorts of uh, a different um, publications that I. <laughs> <laughs> it's many publications. <laughs> Uh, too numerous to name. You wouldn't like it. You'd be bored. You ignoramus. Various publications. <laughs> According to Merriam-Webster, the dictionary. <laughs> be careful now. You don't want to get sued. According change to- the words. Whatever you're about to say, just change the words a little bit. Add right, some uh, extra. According to Wariam Mebster, <laughs> good. Um, the first time this word was used in print was 1795. Now, hmm. Merriam Webster website. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go on. The Merriam Webster website has a little thing called something like a time traveler <laughs> button. Really? And it brings you to all. Other words that were first seen in print the same year. Neat. So I thought I'd gather some handful of words. Like words that were new that year? Yeah, like apparently. Cool. So smithereens was first seen in print in 1795. Also, these other words were seen for the first time in 1795. Ampersand. Get out. Which I thought was interesting because a couple episodes ago you talked about your hatred of businesses that have this and that. Ampersand. Yes, it sure is there. Although I like the ampersand, just not I, what the businesses are doing. Ampersand's a great looking character. It is. Bluebeard, a man Ooh. who marries and kills one wife after another. Right. <laughs> bad guy, bad day, Jimmy. Groner. No. 
We talked about a groaner before. Dude, it's so funny to me how much you like that word. Groaner is so funny. A bad joke, right? Yeah. That's but, great. But actually in this this in like the way that groaner means here in seventeen ninety five, it was someone who groans. Okay. Groaner. So then maybe it turns into a bad joke. And spontaneous combustion. Get out. Same seventeen same year, yeah. That's oh my gosh. We should read whatever publication has <laughs> spontaneous, spontaneous combustion. combustion. It's probably like the first you know, F- X-Files guy. Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. So the one of the, the for I guess, like the most famous publication that uses smithereens is uh, James Joyce's Ulysses. And he was an, an Irish author. And Ulysses all takes place in Dublin. And uh, there's a line. Then you have a beautiful calm without a cloud, smooth sea, placid, crew and cargo and smithereens. Davy Jones's locker, moon looking down so peaceful. Not my fault, old cockalorum. Cockalorum. A cockalorum is a a self-important little man. Okay, you knew I was going to ask that. Davy Jones's locker. What the fuck? What is this? The Irish Davy Jones episode extravaganza? (laughs) Is exactly. We did not plan this. So I thought it was pretty incredible that you brought Davy Jones's locker. And in this line from from James Joyce, Smithereens is directly next to Davy Jones's locker. How about what? that? Isn't that crazy? Wait a second. Smithereens is next to Davy Jones's locker. Because the line, well, oh, crew and cargo and Smithereens, oh. Davy Jones's locker. Oh my God! Who are we? <laughs> we are good. Who are we? <laughs> this is something working through us. <laughs> Right, girl. <laughs> oh my God! So this anyway, is fun. What and a now, fun surprise. And now we all know what Davy Jones. We know our, We already know what Davy Jones's locker means now. It's the sea, right? Floor. Well, it's the bot. Yeah, it's the bottom right. of the sea. It's and the then sea you floor. Lock it up. Um, I did write down that the first source to ever mention Davy Jones's locker was in 1803. And there you go. What What was the source? What was it about? What was, was he talking called, about? It was something called the Navy Chronicle. Official Navy stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Seaman would have met a watery grave, or, to use a seaman's phrase, gone to Davy Jones's locker. Right. How about that? That's good. I you bet know you... those Navy guys. They just got it all. They've got it all. They're standing around. Standing uh, around. Well, not standing around. No. They have a lot of time together to talk about, like, what ifs. <laughs> you know? That's what I mean. Not, you're not standing around. You mean big picture what ifs. It, like, yeah. Like, you're like... Because you have all that time. On the, they're, I think, together. Together. And alone. <laughs> or I don't, I don't know. You know. Whatever they want to do out there. Like, you know, you, you figure you take some time to eat, some mm-hmm. to work out. That's right. Well, and um, that's it, I think. Well, that's pretty great. Well, what do me. I say? That's a wrap. That's a wrap. So that's a wrap for me. The Gaelic Smiodar. Well, this is a this was an Lone exciting, fun episode. I'll say. Oh, maybe for you, but maybe not for the listeners. Yeah, maybe not for the editors either. Uh, that means me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have a lot of editing to do. Um, you did. You hit record when we came back, right? No, that would be something else. <laughs> yes, of course I did. I don't know. Of records, I did. Very good. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, do we have any any important? Oh, we're on. We already said that we're on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> took a lot of work. Also, uh, check us out on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be an idiom. 
if you listen to this podcast on like the Apple Podcast app, just give us a if you want to throw us a rating and a leave a comment that helps that helps spread the word a little bit. It does spreads the word? Is there a way we can say that without sounding like assholes? You know, everybody says it the same way. We should we should have like a code, like a secret code. So but we, no one can figure out what we're Yeah, that's too secret. Right. But anyway, quit real quick. Just hit some stars, write a little comment. You know, it helps. How about, you know... Spread you, the word. You, you know, you, you hit a five you star. You hit the five. You hit the five star. You, you sent you, us you, five you, bucks. A little comment. You know, a little you something. Sent us, you sent us five bucks. We send you five bucks. Here's you hit what, five stars. Here's what I'd like to know. Yeah, yeah. send us five bucks, definitely. <laughs> Please. Um... <laughs> Do you think that, like, let's say you get a five star review, and then in the in the in the um, text part, you're right, total crap. <laughs> it's confusing. Like, it's confusing, but do you think it spreads? It, like, 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 you know, it sounds like when you write a review, if you give a five star, that gets you out there somehow. Yeah. It, it does. Like, well, crawls it, around. It it, it rises you. Yeah. It raises you in popularity. Right. And then and then it sounds like if there's a, a comment, then that somehow has the power to get, you know, you know, maybe, yeah. So I wonder if, what if you leave a blank comment? Does that help us too? (laughs) Here's what we need. Yeah. Five stars. Yeah. And then write blank comments or comments that say we're bad or something like that. No, I don't think, I don't think you need to do either of those things. (laughs) But but no one's doing it the regular way. So maybe this will make it more fun and there'll be more incentivized to do it. We do have, we do have some, some comments. Didn't we have a nice comment that we had to read? Did somebody send us a nice one or a bad one? Who sent us a bad one? We already read that. There's only one bad one. Oh God. I thought there was a new bad one. No, there's no new bad ones. I think I'm thinking of Carlos. I'm thinking of Carlos. That's what I'm doing. That's it. All right. Well, uh, I think I think you probably everyone here is probably satisfied. Ready, with the amount, and they're probably <laughs> go ready. Go on and they're do probably, something else. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you've earned it, everyone. You can go do something else besides hang out with um, without. It's us. Friday. And um, yeah, have go a, have a have get out there. Man. Have a happy Friday. Happy hour, maybe. And uh, until next time, don't, don't be, be an, an idiot. idiot. Let's go!